This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. David Housel described it best. We are living the whole of the Auburn experience. You can quantify it. You can qualify it in a variety of different times, places, venues, experiences, and people's lives. But at its heart, at its core, the Auburn experience is all about its sports, its culture, and of course, its family. And because it's all about family, well, some of those family members got to be here to talk about it. I'm your host, Kyle Loomis, alongside me, the best co-host in the land when he can, you know, make it onto a stream, Mr. Austin Scott. (laughs) Having some technical difficulties to start off the show. You didn't think you were going to get away with me not calling you out and giving you a hard time about all this, did you? No, of course not. Look, I mean, there's been plenty of times I've had to fly solo while you've been you've disappeared for a second on, yep. on our on our episodes, and and so it was only a matter of time. The camera, the camera, and the laptop stayed upright. That's all that matters. And uh, <laughs> we're 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 rocking and rolling on Sunday, January twenty eighth. There is just never an a moment that I, I want to miss with you on this show because if it's not falling over if corn dogs aren't coming out if you're not oh. losing power or just things shutting down i just there's never a dull moment here folks so if you're not watching live first of all on the on the youtube version of this show you're missing out we thank you guys for listening if you're that's the only way you consume this content but you're just missing some things so look austin we got a bunch to talk about this week and tons some of it is not good things. Uh, well, I, I, some of it is good, but it's sad for us at the same time. Should we just start there? Because I heard we're done. Are we done yet? No, I, I heard we're not done. If you read the letter all the way through. Um, it, but as you're referring to our, our favorite and a mainstay that has come up on this podcast many times, uh, Trevon Reed is, is leaving the planes temporarily. Yes, he is temporarily. It's been the most interesting uh, ride watching his his time here at Auburn. Let me just kind of walk us through this as best as I can remember. You fill in gaps where I may be incorrect, Austin. Um, You know, Trevon Reed arrived here as a player first, five star player, highly you know anticipated as a wide receiver. What he was going to be able to do for whatever reason. As a wide receiver, that never really materialized. He switched positions, became mm-hmm. a pretty decent defensive back, even, I believe, got to play in the NFL. I know in some of the other spring leagues he did get to play. Once that time was done for him, he came back to Auburn in a support role capacity. That expanded over the years, got some promotions here or there, and even when certain positions were vacated, got to be on the field. Well, not on the field. He got to be on the road involved in recruiting. and now. He is officially going to join Coach Malzahn as the cornerbacks coach, the position that he played. I have this right, correct? That's right. Yep. That's just full circle. Like what a interesting tale for a guy that came in as a five-star wide receiver. It didn't necessarily worked out maybe the way he had planned, but going back to where he just he got this started with Coach Malzahn getting his first true assistant coach job. I'm I'm so happy. For Trevon, mm, yeah, but I'm also very sad for us too. Oh, I mean, it is the ultimate bittersweet moment. Trevon, uh, you know, it, if you listen to him talk about his journey to Auburn, um, a Louisiana guy through and through, one of those top prospects out of Louisiana that decided to leave the state. That does not happen very often, mm-hmm. um, and and came to Auburn and found a whole new definition of family in the Auburn family. 
Um, and, and like you said, has had a wild road that led him, you know, back and forth to Auburn being in Auburn every now and then, and then ultimately having a position with the staff and with the team that he drew him here in the first place. And, and now he and his family are, are headed to Orlando. Uh, I I'm super excited for him. Um, we've talked about it on the show before through a very, very weird connection. Trevon and I got to know each other um, through some local radio, believe it or not. And uh, we have um, been able to stay in, in minimal contact since and, and just keep up with each other. But um, this is an opportunity that is well-deserved for him. He is, is what he has been chasing. Uh, and I couldn't be more excited for him. I, I do not think that this is Trevon Reed's uh the end of him being in Auburn. And I think that this is a stepping stone for him to be able to take a bigger role with Auburn football one day. Um, that is a guy who loves Auburn and bleeds orange and blue. Uh, and the epitome of what it means to, to be fully immersed in the Auburn experience and fully yep. be um, captivated by the Auburn family. So I'm proud of T Reed. I'm excited for him. And uh, Hey, you don't have to give me another excuse to watch UCF football. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got another one if you didn't want it. And listen, I'm just happy that he's left the door open uh, for an opportunity to come back. But we just want to wish congratulations to Devon. Happy for you. Happy for your family. And of course, we hope we're not done yet with you too, sir. Let's talk about some um, others news. This is not it's sad news in terms of how the week has gone. Um, we're going to wrap this as quickly as we can. A lot of bad things happened for Auburn basketball this week. Oh, um, it started off gracious. great. The jokes just wrote themselves as the game began in Tuscaloosa. The lights came down. Austin actually was the culprit behind that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, supposedly, <laughs> this is reportedly, may or may not have. I mean, I'm just saying two times now E2C members have been in Tuscaloosa in January and shenanigans happened. Shenanigans did happen. I'm just saying. Uh, after that point, it pretty much wasn't a, a great show. And Auburn loses to Alabama. Uh, and then just has a miserable game against Mississippi State, dropping two on the road. And Auburn Twitter, Auburn social media has lost their ever-loving mind. When your head coach is having to issue mm. a tweet, basically addressing the sentiment around the team, mm. folks, if you're part of that sentiment, you're part of the problem. I'm just going to say it mm. flat out. Here you need goes. to take two chill pills. Here Did the team perform well this week? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. You've heard us talk about that. But I'm just saying, folks, have a freaking chill pill. I'm sorry. I just yeah. I just had to well, get that out well, there. Did well, I say anything that's untrue? No, no, sir. They asked for it. You you delivered. And and yes, I delivered something. And I'm trying to not deliver too much more if you catch my drift. Um <laughs> thoughts on a on a frustrating week. A frustrating week. Like you said, I was in Tuscaloosa. That's something a, a few of my friends and I have done annually now. Um and and it is that did not go well. Um, it's your that, fault. That, well, it's your I, fault. I wouldn't go that it's far. It's your fault. I, 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 I don't think I had a whole lot to do with it, but um, I did cause a bunch of tr- a bunch of havoc up in the stands. I was very respectful um, most of the time and very, uh, <laughs> very um, a good. I don't even know the word I'm trying to say. I, I, I didn't get to into too many shenanigans but we we represented auburn well it we were sad that it didn't turn out our way and the mississippi state game was just i think you said just frustrating mm. the i i it's hard to believe they even took the lead late but they did auburn i'm saying yeah and and still just could not find a way to win this team i want to stress though 
and this is echoing Coach Bruce Pearl, it is very hard to win on the road in this league. Oh, very yeah. hard to win on the road in college basketball. You seen the graphic? Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Top 10 this week? It's it's absolutely crazy. So all the chicken littles out there with their orange and blue Auburn shirts on, let's just let's uh, calm down. I don't, even, I don't think they got orange and blue shirts on. They, you know, look, look well, folks. Just, there he goes. Just, there he goes. Here he goes. Okay, I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop. You go ahead. <laughs> I heard it, I heard it. Well, no, I won't get into that. But <laughs> the it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. We get Vanderbilt this week at home. The boys, no one's more excited to be back in Neville Arena than those players. So right. it's all gonna be fine. Just trust. Look, if and Kyle, look, Kyle, do we ask people to listen to the head coach press conferences? I do. Do we do we tell them that it is very important to us to the head coach press conference? It's you know you got two very honest coaches that will tell you what's on their mind sometimes to their own detriment. It's not it's not coach speak. They they're being very honest. And Bruce Pearl said last week this team is not top ten worthy. We are overranked. Mm. He, he, his team proved him correctly. I did. And so and it's I, okay. I didn't okay. either. I didn't, I didn't either. But it's okay. And so. This is the time. Everybody's worrying about did we peak too early? Well, this is the time to figure it out, figure out things, and then peak in March. Yep. So everybody just calm down. If a bad stretch has to happen, happening now, yes. it's the best time to do it. So yes, we'll leave it at that. More basketball discussion, I'm sure, on our next episode because hopefully we have a lot more happy things to talk about. Let's keep the bad vibes rolling here as oh, Crotch boy. the Old Men's segment comes out very briefly here about – the changing Auburn landscape in terms of oh, what it actually looks oh. like downtown. Now, folks, when I say this news, he's getting his sleeves rolled up about this. Are you fired up about this? This is local resident. This is time. This oh, is my, my, my biggest wow. crotchety old I man just, area. Prepare yourself. Wow. Um, this, when I say this news story, folks, you're going to be like, what's the big deal? I mean, mm-hmm. I've, you've probably never been there, but you've seen it. It's part of the this, the picturesque view of downtown. The Auburn aesthetic. Hardware has been there, what, like 40-something years, maybe longer than that? Yeah, 40-plus. Uh, yeah, and it has been it's, – it's on the – I'm trying to – I'm going to give a poor job of on a, on a mat. If you're looking at Tumor's Corner, like literally at the corner, go to the right uh, towards Little Italy, all that. That's where Auburn Hardware is. Uh, it's going to be closing in, within the next month officially and will be eaten up. And I, I'm, I'm assuming, I don't know if this is written out in a press release or anything like that, but turned into more shopping space, upscale shopping space with probably more apartments up there. I will let Austin go now. I'm going to just sit back out of the blowback zone. Well, I, I first saw it, and and actually my wife saw it and sent it to me, and she said, and it was the Auburn Hardware, um, the I don't think it was the owner, but a longtime employee there. I think it was we a family member. A family member, and yep. she was explaining my dad's retiring, uh, the place, and she did say the place will be a tall building with a restaurant, and I just I, there are so many things that have changed in the Auburn skyline and landscape over the last few years that don't make sense. Um, I, I understand that an, a hardware shop in downtown Auburn, probably not needed anymore. Probably not something that's going to, uh, that generates a lot of business uh, outside of it being kind of the um, another gift shop or another, you know, memento, place to buy which is where emily and i are going to go we are going to go to auburn hardware and buy some things that we can show our boys one day and have in the this room i get to call my collection Sames. of space here Sames. um so i understand that i understand a hardware shop is a local hardware shop is probably not competing with home depot and lowe's anymore 
However, these, I think we just really need, there doesn't seem to be, oh, I, I just don't need, I'm rambling, but I don't need to get into certain things. A tall building with a restaurant underneath is probably not what I would pick as what downtown Auburn needs anymore, especially when you need parking for that tall building and a restaurant to go in. And there's already a lack of that. Nonetheless, we keep building tall buildings and we keep deciding to make Auburn not a lovely little village. And it'll still be that in our hearts, but things are changing. And and that is the decision of people that are, I'm not going to say more important, but I'm going to say in higher roles than I am. And so yes, I will continue to enjoy my little village, but it's just sad. I'm very sad to see. I'm a nostalgic person. I, I don't too. like a lot of change. And Auburn has just been rapidly changing. The the scenery and the aesthetic downtown has been rapidly changing for a few years now. Yes. And it's it's just unfortunate to me. I'll admit, I didn't go to the hardware shop very often. This is a bigger topic to me. Yes, it's a um, it launch, it's a launch point for a bigger issue for you. Correct. But but I am sad to see Auburn hardware go, and I'm I'm looking forward to getting in there and, and getting a few knickknacks. Change is inevitable, but it, it doesn't is. take away from the sting of things like this. And uh, you know. I understand some of the the pushback on this. And uh, unfortunately, more will be coming as Auburn continues to grow. But with growth, obviously, comes a lot of good things. So we'll, we'll see if we feel better about it down the line. But for now, we'll, we'll miss things like the Auburn Hardware Shop. So just want to give them a, a little bit of a shout out. I think, honestly, that's all we have time for at Auburn Potpourri. But folks, we left some other things, even like some breaking news for some other programs that we just don't have time to talk about because we got to get into some good things. we got some fun conversations coming up for you. One, we're going to talk about the video board that's uh, pretty much officially going to be announced soon. And then, finally, Austin, we are going to do Mount Rushmore. Oh, finally. All coming up right now. Let's talk about renovation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, we just got on a, a big harp session about how change is inevitable for You're downtown right. Auburn. I'm not going to get you stirred up again about that as an Auburn resident. Um, but I think one thing that everybody agrees is that Jordan-Hare Stadium is due for some significant upgrades. Now, we did have some additions in terms of uh, seating down below, some very high premium experiences that worked out they brought the stadium capacity up above eighty-eight thousand. so now we can start sporting that and trying to memorize that all in our heads now but true significant improvements additions are probably in order let me start there austin before we get into our news story about this and it's around this announcement that's probably coming later this week do you truly think that auburn needs to be expanded renovated yes but expanded during your stadium? Yes. I'm sorry. What did I say something wrong? You said Auburn. I was like, I don't know where we're going with Auburn, the city Auburn of Auburn. Auburn does need to be not expanded probably much more because it's going to not be the lovely village anymore. Now I'm going to get you going again. Jordan here. Keep it there. <laughs> um, Jordan, you asked if, do I think Jordan here needs to be expanded? Expanded. Um, no, no, I don't. I, and I, well, look, 
That's a tr tricky thing. I don't think it needs to be expanded. I keep seeing people saying, well, with the topic we're going to get into, this is pro this is opportunity for them to build an upper deck and we can get to 100,000. I don't think Auburn Jordan here in the stadium needs to be 100,000. That's one of those things. It's just a nice round number that we all want to do and we compare ourselves a, to other It's stadiums. a cool club to be a part of. It, right? Like It's you know. a cool – yes, cool club. The size – does the – capacity of a stadium uh matter the most i think you have a basketball arena that proves that right there because i was just in one that is giant and it's terrible until auburn comes to town so no i don't think it needs to be expanded because i recognize the last few years have been a little rough but there's the sellouts are constant in jordan Hare yeah. stadium the atmosphere is constant it is always a hard place to play uh so no, I don't think it needs to be expanded. The renovations, I, I do agree with. It needs to happen. Now, if yep. those renovations provide expansion, like if we're, let's say, I and I don't, I do not know any plans for this video board. I don't know any rendering. What I no, heard, no, I heard you got the inside dish. You're nope. just going to like no, no, it no, out. No, 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 no. Nobody knows anything until this board meeting, right? But let's say this video board going in the north, north, north end zone. Yes, yes. That's my that's where I sit, but I don't know what end zone that is. North another zone. problem. North end zone, I think. North, let's say this video board provides an opportunity to add some more seating, and the renovation itself is going to you know allow for that to be an easier project, then yeah, I think you can expand it. And but I'm not saying I don't think Auburn needs to expand Jordanier Stadium. I think there's some more you know, clean up things and, and pretty looking things that you can do with Jordan here that, that would make it a better stadium in mm -hmm. the modern era. Yeah. Let's break that topic out a little bit now. So for those of you that need some context, uh, it was broke this week, the news story that in the upcoming board meeting, you know, today is January 28th. I believe it's, I don't know the date or off the top of my head, but next Friday, um, they're going to be meeting to approve an addition of a North end zone video board. Will it be a giant video board? Well, we would probably find out in this, uh, maybe yep. a little bit after this week. I, I bet we'll hear the approval, and then we'll start seeing plans a little bit after that. But a video board going there. There's been no probably pushback that the fact that that scoreboard down there is one of the most ancient things known to man oh, yeah. and needs to be addressed in some way. But is a video board facing a giant, literally the world's biggest video board, it seems like sometimes, is that what Auburn needs outside of the opportunities for expansion that may come with that? I mean, what do you think about video board, video board? Is that too much of that? Uh, no, I, I'm good with it. I, you know, it's not my, if I were doing it and I were John Cohen, I got to pick whatever we wanted to do. It's not what I would do. I have other things that we can get into another time in the summer, but that I think that it's good. You know, I think a detraction from people wanting to sit beneath the video board is that, you you know you're gonna be looking yep. straight up like this like you're on the front row of the movie theater and it like you said it is a very large video board but if you're underneath it you're underneath it mm -hmm. um so i think one on the other end i i really hope it's not that big um but i mean i think when you go to these other stadiums there are multiple video boards i'm not saying you just do another video board to be like everybody else but it's kind of it's just the way the stadium's modern stadiums have evolved right. everybody wants to see the replay everybody wants to see you know the face mask singer or the running with reed video everybody wants to see the newest thing 
that is up everybody there. And, be, and, everybody wants to be able to point to the Bama fans at the Iron Bowl that, yes, the person was out of bounds. Literally yes. had that discussion. I said, do you know what a line is? This foot is over the line. Where are you, how are Here you even goes. arguing this with me? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Here he goes. Yeah, sorry, I mean, I'm you're, I'm you're on it tonight. I am a little bit. Uh, and so I, I think it is – I hesitate saying it's necessary, but I think it is a very – good improvement and a very beneficial addition for the stadium. And and um, we just got done talking about how we're nostalgic people in a sense. I'm nostalgic that the old video board is going away because it's been there for so yeah. long. And it's a, it's a, it's a picture of my childhood of seeing it. Same with the old video board before the, the giant one. Like I have many memories looking at that and the pictures next to it and the things like that. But I think this is a needed change that is probably good for the benef- the benefit of Jordanair Stadium and Auburn football. Will it add things as well with the video board, like yeah. seating and premium club things? That's something I'm really interested to see. What my hope is is what this video board provides is the foundation to add, as we kind of hinted at, yeah. expanded seating, um, extensions of certain elements that provide more seating, maybe premium options, you say. And who knows at that point, if you can get Auburn up to or Jordan Hare stadium up to a little above 90,000, you know, I, I'm, that's I'm where I'm at. That. Me too. I think, I think 95,000 is the max that Auburn's Jordan Hare stadium needs to be at. Me because too. if you're just reaching for the sole purpose of a hundred thousand without it naturally happening, I feel like that's just, that's being a Bama person, you know. It's, a little, it's just it's just priorities where I don't think they they need to be. It's it's not that important. Kyle, my big question to you because this is what everyone's asking. Okay, and they're all asking what's Kyle Loomis think about this. Do you do. want an upper deck in that north end zone? Uh, I don't want an upper deck. I want an I want upper seating. Does that make sense? I'm not yeah, asking for I'm not asking for a full deck to be across. I've looked at it a thousand times ver- I mean in my mind virtually maybe I may or may not have run some things out some programs just to see what it might look like of course, you know, AI right. and all that kind of stuff. There are some views I've seen that I like. There are some I don't. I kind of like the symmetry of what we have right now and if we kind of go horseshoe-esque without right. it actually connecting because I don't know that we can do that architecturally i'll leave that to the engineers um and and the architects i was about to but, say or the architects but well, it's going to take engineering and <laughs> architecture right. all together you're Just right. bringing it all together i'm like the <laughs> auburn band bringing everybody together to win a contest you know there you go circle all that back together i i think that i would like something up there me and too and we do we could use a little bit more seating it's not an, a requirement I, I think we can make it without it but in the same token, let me ask you this, because this is what they're asking Mr. Scott all this oh, week yeah. is what I was told. If I'm going to make their dreams come true, go ahead. <laughs> Believe it or not, I, I was actually – I, I did, I did. I was talking <laughs> about that today. If you know, you know, folks. Um, right. In terms of renovations, because this would be a renovation in a sense, even though they're going to mm-hmm. be adding a new video board, is this the renovation that Auburn needs most? Now, what do I mean by that? I'm talking about facilities. I'm talking about oh, not just football. Uh, oh, I'm football, just football, like okay. football okay. facilities stuff or like Jordan Hare, Jordan Hare bathrooms, 
walkways. Um, I think, again, we, we complimented them last week, Rhett Hobart and his team, and, and there's too many of them to name to give all the credit to, but the whole team have done a great job maximizing what they can at Jordan here, and I'm sure they're going to do it again this year. But is this where the money should be spent on a video board as opposed to other things that Jordan Hare needs to expand, renovate the experience as we're about here? What do you think? I'm going to say um, no. I'm going to okay. say my – I have two. Mm, I'm not going to go long. But I have three things that I would prefer happen before this. And and one of them is is like just for like to look pretty. And and this might and because they're doing a video board, this might have to be later because there's going to yeah. be a whole bunch of mess when you put a new video board. My first thing is um, handrails, handrails up the up the steps. Yeah, um, I'm clumsy. I see other people that are clumsy and other people that do things throughout the day to make themselves clumsy. That that we handrails would be useful. My second thing is um, I'm anti bleacher. I would prefer we get. I call them movie seats. I don't know. You, oh, so you're asking for a full replacement into bucket yeah. seats, whatever they're called. Now. Bucket seats. Bas- the, the seats in the arena. That, okay. that That's what I would – those are the two things I would be like 100% needed, do it now. I think those both modernize. The other thing is I've always wanted to brick the whole thing. Brick brick the whole thing. The exterior? The, I, the exterior. You- I'm good with – I like the concrete. I think it looks eh after hmm. time and, and after yeah. some good pressure washing. But especially that north end zone, I would like. I hope that that maybe this is part of that. The video board Ooh. in some is that exterior kind of steel look. Maybe we, yeah. we close that in and brick it a little bit. That would be my three things, but in that order. That's a good point, and I didn't think about that till you said that. But remember when they put the big video board up? That was opportunity, yeah. and yeah, they threw some banners up on it. But it was an Ooh. opportunity to change the facade right. of the outside of Jordan Hare and. Like it or not, it at least gave us something kind of new and modern to look at with the addition of functionality. So I think to maybe wrap all this up, our take on it collectively, and I think we speak a lot collectively for the Auburn family here, is we're happy about it. It seems like the first step into something more. We're just hoping that there's going to be more that comes along in terms of expansion, renovation. But the point is this is that things are starting to be addressed. And that is what John Cohen has been known for at Mississippi state is improving facilities. And that we assume is the big reason he got the job. And it seems like that's taking place. So we will now watch. We will wait. Assuming after we just had this big conversation and they're going to approve it in the upcoming board meeting. And I'm sure we're going to be talking about it much, much more. And so many opinions as Auburn social media loves to do. Oh, will yeah. be had and we'll talk about it in further detail too uh i would like for us on a week where we just need to palate cleanse austin we have got to find a way to just get the 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 bad taste of basketball out of our mouth for this week so let's have some fun let's talk about okay. something that we teased late last year, I think, instead we were going to use it in mm-hmm. moments like this where there wasn't a lot of news. There was a lot of news this week, but things maybe that we didn't want to spend a full 10-minute-ish segment on. Auburn, Mount Rushmore. We've done a preview uh, about what this was all going to be about. We're going to give our take on this, and we're going to obviously ask for some of y'all's opinions too. But we're not just doing like right now the 
definitive Auburn Mount Rushmore. That's what we're going to head to. We're going to do this in long-form, piece-by-piece segment. We're going to do little segments of Auburn discussion. So tonight, we are discussing Auburn football quarterback Mount Mm. Rushmore. Auburn quarterbacks, who would you put? The four spaces, and we agreed on that. We're going to keep it to the four. Yep. And you and I need to discuss that. Let's get into it. I think there's some pretty big names at the very start of this. Yeah. Don't really, we need to discuss it just for the sake of discussing it. Cause I mean, we're doing a podcast after all, but um, I don't think there's going to be much rebuttal. Would you like to offer up any names just to have oh. as a, they're going in some non-negotiables. Non-negotiables. I think, I think, uh, I think, Bo Nick, I'm just kidding. Is uh, I think <laughs> could you imagine the the heads exploding because people are still somehow hating on Bo Nix? Um, Cam, uh, Cam, okay. Cam, he's he's you can see his poster to my upper left. Yes, uh, Cam, Cam Newton is is on Mount Rushmore of Auburn. Yeah, he had one season. That is going to be the biggest thing. Anyone who wants to try and put up an argument. No, yeah. 14-0, Heisman Trophy winner, first pick in the draft, unprecedented season, the best season by SEC quarterback, period. Freak athlete, Cam Newton is on Auburn's quarterback's Mount Rushmore. I, I don't see how anyone sane can disagree with that. Well, and I like to look at it this way. When someone's going on a Mount Rushmore, that means they mean something extra special. It's one thing to be a great quarterback. It's one thing to you know, just have great seasons and stats and stuff like that. But there's got to be a full picture. Let's look at yep. Cam Newton real quick. Heisman Trophy winner, national yep. champion. Yes, yep. in one year, but it's incredible. I mean, there's discussions had every offseason when everybody's bored and can't produce regular content <laughs> in sports about who's the greatest coming out of the college football or the SEC. And it's always Cam and Tim Tebow usually. Uh, yep. or, or maybe Joe Joe Burrow for some reason these days. Yeah. I know he had a great season, folks, but let's calm down. He's not better than Cam Newton. Just chill. Uh, at least as a total package. So he's also been to the Super Bowl. He's been an NFL MVP. He came back yep. to Auburn to get his degree. He comes back yep. a lot, brought his whole family back. I mean, what he has done for Auburn, even outside of him leaving and coming back and, you know, you know, bucking the trend of, oh, he, he's just there to use y'all. He's not coming back. Boy, were they wrong about that? Is no question. Cam Newton mm. is already on there. So uh, one of the four spots is taken. Easily. I think you know number two. I think there's a second one that has to go there. Do I, you go ahead and say it? Let's see if we're on the same page. Pat Sullivan. There we go. Thank you. I mean, I, I mean, s- same reasoning, right? Uh, right. A, a historic name in Auburn athletics, Auburn football history, a Heisman Trophy winner. No, where his stats as good as Cam Newton. No, look at the era. Look at the different t- style of play back then. Uh, it doesn't matter. And and we have seen his impact on the state of Alabama, his impact mm-hmm. on Auburn athletics all the way up until the day he died. And so uh, Pat Sullivan is, is 1000% still on that Auburn quarterback Mount Rushmore list. Yes, I agree. I, I think he's got to be there. If you really want to get your, your emotions going, go, it's, I think it's hard to find actually, but you maybe not just search um, Pat Sullivan Heisman trophy speech. Mm-hmm. And the way he talks about his team and stuff like that with such simpleness. And I don't mean that in a weird, um, like a derogatory way or anything, but just plainness in terms of just giving credit where credit is due outside of himself. 
he was such a, it seemed like to me from outside looking in a very pleasant, great individual outside of the game. And I think that came through in his Heisman trophy speech. So national championship winner, part of one of the best duos, wide receiver quarterback duos at Auburn Heisman trophy winner, our first Heisman trophy winner uh, came back and coached at Auburn too. That in and of itself gets you as an Auburn quarterback, Mount Rushmore. So two spots taken. We agree. Correct. A hundred percent. So this is where the debate begins, and I will let you go first in submitting number three, at least who you think could fill a spot. Yeah, uh, well, you know, this is where it gets hairy. Uh, I've got several options. I'm not really sure, to be honest, who takes the last two. Um, This is where I'm looking forward to hearing from our listeners um, and and their own opinions. But I'm operating out of um, a few names here. We've got Damian Craig. We've got Jason Campbell, mm-hmm. Stan White, and and I'm putting Nick Marshall in there. Mm-hmm. And I, I think Eileen, as if I'm picking from those four, is one of the most solid choices. Like we know Cam and Pat are in there. Who's my next? Who do I feel best about next? Yeah, I, I'm leaning Jason Campbell, and yeah. I think that uh, you probably or tend to agree with me on this. That with his accomplishments. With a of course the O Force undefeated season, the SEC championship, the record set, being back in Auburn now obviously helps. But that's a guy who went four full years and and stuck through it with Auburn and has remained an Auburn man through and through to still be here and contribute to you know on to victory. Obviously, he's now on the radio as Andy Andy Burcham's uh, color analyst. So. His contributions to Auburn, obviously on the field, are very noticeable. I think give him plenty of merit to be on the Mount Rushmore. Period. But yep. he has, in the last you know decade, has given so much more to Auburn, even still off the field and as a member, you know, of different organizations. That I think I think he has to be considered pretty strongly. You know, I wonder if a certain team that shouldn't have been in a championship game in 2004, actually both of them should not have been ones by performance, one by legitimacy in terms of cheating. Um, Jason Campbell with a national championship, I think is probably a shoe in for this. And he's yeah. pretty close right now. And yes, you re- laid out his accolades, even outside of physically playing quarterback for Auburn, what he's doing now, what he's done in the past for Auburn outside of actually being a player here. I, I think those help your case in getting on Mount Rush. Auburn's quarterback, Mount Rushmore. I'm not going to really fight you there. And I don't think that we're going to get a lot of pushback from that either, but there are some pretty good candidates that we should at least round out. And I know I actually thought about this one, but I'll reference Mm -hmm. one of our viewers right now. Randy Campbell should also be in a discussion about this. To me, I would probably put Randy Campbell and Nick Marshall in the same category. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like almost honorable mentions, meaning they have a case to be had there. And maybe somebody may be able to make a better better case for them. I don't know. But you've also got names like Damian Craig. Uh, you got names like um, Stan White and kind of similar story of what he's meant to Auburn even after being a quarterback uh, as, a, as a color commentator too. So I don't know. Let, let's put Jason there kind of in a spot and say he's probably going to be there. We'll leave it a little bit open. If you're going to push for a fourth one, though, who are you going to take? <sighs> I, I think I it is hard. I think I'm going with Stan. Uh, the I mean the all time passing record at Auburn still, 
Um, and then you mentioned, you know, he still has all the accolades off of the field of what he gave to Auburn, but also a longtime starter at Auburn University. Uh, big wins in the late 90s, some things when things were, you know, there was some turmoil around the program back then, stuck through it, still, you know, racked up the yards. Um, and that's a that's a record that has lasted a long time now. We're coming on we're coming on 30 years. Um, so I, I'm thinking I'm gonna go with Stan White. I coming into tonight, I don't I didn't know which way I was gonna lean, but I'm I think I'm going with Stan White. Uh we got we got a lot of push for Randy Campbell. I, I tell you, I, I knew this was coming and I, I'm happy mm-hmm. about it to be honest with you. This I am is too. what we want out of these discussions. I want people to like champion certain aspects of which is why we're not releasing our definitive list just yet we're just yeah. having a general discussion about it just because i think there's cases to be made frankly how some people probably feel about randy campbell i honestly feel about nick marshall i think he is he, my you can't see it on screen right now but my most prized signed book ball is for what he meant to us on the field in terms of those two years nobody ran the gus Malzahn on offense better than nick marshall uh, Bo may have been able to we'll open that sore tonight because we opened up a lot of other ones, but there you go. Stan White, I think, is a great option there, too, in terms of taking a four spot. I think Damian Craig and w- the success that he had and, you know, seeing the, as part of the Pat Dyer, I, I just I think there's a lot of good options to fill those I other two spots. I think Jason's probably going to fill that third spot that four spot is pretty much up for guys anybody we're forgetting before we leave it up to everybody else i mm, i really Patrick can't Nicks? think of him. Patrick I, mean, Nicks? I don't i don't know if he's got the longevity the yeah. amount of time that it would take obviously meant a lot to auburn um you know i think a guy's like who would probably put in that same camp ben leard is still in is someone i'd put in that camp who had you know good moments um you know I, my childhood love, and there's some, there's some people who still like to hate on him, was Brandon Cox. And Brandon Cox was a baller. You know what? Bra- I'm so happy you brought that up. I think he deserves to be in the conversation. He will not make it onto the Mount, no, Mount Rushmore. He, won't. He, he is definitely in the honorable benching category. Yeah. To be honest. And, and I recognize, and I think that's probably what we're going to get a lot of feedback on this, is that we are younger individuals yes. who did not see Randy Campbell play and did not see, you know, these other people we've mentioned that we can recall. Um, but I, you know, I think it's when you look at the quarterback history at Auburn, there's good moments. Is it the best to ever grace college football? No, in terms of talent and, and accolades, no, but there's more there than people think. Yeah, there is. I, I think Gabe Gross also played, you know, he's got a little bit, of, you know, if we have a yeah. Auburn Mount Rushmore for multi-sport players, that might Which, be we're doing that we're doing we're that at do some that point there, there's a lot of them actually out there people think yeah. bo jackson they think gabe gross uh there's some recent ones that i'm, I'm going to throw out to you one noah igbenogany uh for yeah. track and field and stuff like that but anyway auburn quarterback mount rushmore we have had our discussion we will fight anyone tooth and nail that says that cam and pat are not on it you will not be part of this discussion <laughs> that's not that's negotiable right. your vote is thrown out Jason probably uh, legitimizes your stake in terms of making a Mount Rushmore, but that four spot, we basically all agree. I think that it's up for grabs with a lot of people championing somebody. So it's up to you all. Let us know what you think. We'd love to hear your feedback on this. Uh, If you're watching this in a segment on social media, you can 
post in the comments, tag us, uh, one of us individually or E2C Network this week when you're watching. And uh, probably next episode, we'll reveal our official with our feedback and yours, the Mount Rushmore for Auburn quarterbacks coming up in the future. That's going to do it for this episode 64 of the Auburn Experience Podcast. We appreciate you joining us. If you want to keep up with me, do so on uh, all the different social media aspects, but of course, X slash Twitter at Kyle Loomis 24. Where can they find you, Mr. Scott, and blame you for what happened this week? Um, you can help me. Well, I don't even have anything to say. Uh, Austin G. Scott. <laughs> I, w- I was trying to come up with something, and I was like, no, nah, I don't have anything. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Uh, it's been a week, but, hasn't it, buddy? But I, you can better believe it. I was raising all kinds of problems when those lights were out. I was asking how poor this program is, how broke this building. I was at just letting them have it. Listen, I, I said it on the on our social media accounts. I said, "Man, this is a tough scene in Alabama when even the lights are ending the transfer portal." I mean, well, gosh. I mean, well, there you, that's a good one. Well, I mean, gum. I was just, how broke is this place? I mean, poverty programs, right? Y'all just need to ask Ryan Williams for an IOU since that's where all the money went. Uh, anyway, Austin G. Scott, where you can find me. Give me some content. I'm happy to say any and all jokes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Kyle, it was just disappointing. That's all I got to say about it. I'm going to get him stirred up again. So before we do that, let's get out of there. Hit us up. Let us know about uh, that uh, Mount Rushmore topic. We appreciate you all hanging out with us week on episode 64. So we talk to you again. Where are you going? Where are you going?